Hello, and welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host with the most, Bryant the Boom Corgan, joined as always by Andrew the Diabetic Dynamo Dobes and Brendan the Producer Pika. Hey. Guys, we are (laughs) prepping for week seven. It has been a long time coming. Lots of a lot has changed. COVID, injuries, roster changes, trades. I'm pretty excited to Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Battle of the Knuckleheads. I'm excited. There's a lot moving and grooving, and we're gonna talk about a lot of it today. Uh, first and foremost, going into week seven, there are some bye week teams. The Minnesota Vikings, the Miami Dolphins, Indianapolis Colts, and the Baltimore Ravens are all on Oof, bye. That's a tough so, one. That's yeah, a tough that, one. That is a hearty bye week. So please yep. make sure your rosters are updated accordingly. Uh, and before we start breaking down games, Andrew, our internal battle for predictions yep. is pretty one sided so far. It is five to one. And I'm feeling good. I think Brendan realized last week that Brian sways the right way. Uh, no, and uh, nah. Well, I mean, I was right. I disagree. So, but yes. then the week before, you you predicted the uh, Bengals to beat the Ravens. So uh, predicted kinda... versus trying to, you know, just predict a miracle. Yeah, that's you know? what I do every week though when I pick. Yeah, but when you do it, it's dumb. But when I do it, it's fun. When I do it, it's way more fun because I pick the Dolphins <laughs> every time, which I can't do this week. Oh, so I don't know what I'm going to do. Spoiler alert. Week. Yeah, well, it's not spoiler alert. Because <laughs> they're on by. They're already on by. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, Andrew, I think we can just jump right into Let's it. it. Uh, starting out, uh, this episode, we are going to break down the AFC home games. And next episode, we will break down the NFC home games. So starting out with the Cleveland Browns and Cincinnati Bengals, the Battle of Ohio, and either way, you both lose. Oof. Starting with the Browns. I take shots at Ohio. It's, it's very Feel easy. Bad. It's really easy. Uh, Baker Mayfield is expected to play this week. Kareem Hunt is questionable, but expected to play. Jarvis Landry is questionable with a broken rib that he suffered in week five. So uh, stay, stay tuned for that one. Uh, with this Brown. Play through the pain, indeed. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's going to be pretty straightforward. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is apparently immune to COVID, so uh, I'm starting <laughs> OBJ. Yeah. Yep. Baker Mayfield, I think, is a, a big question mark. You know, we have seen him, I wouldn't say shine, uh, but not look bad. Uh, but, you know, this Kevin Stefanski offense just really has changed what they're asking the quarterback to do. And I think that really does take emphasis off of Baker Mayfield uh, yep. because Chubb, uh, because Chubb has gotten injured. That has changed things as well as Kareem Hunt being questionable. But if Kareem Hunt is ready to go, he's starting, he's locked and loaded as a running back one mm-hmm. and his offense will be channeled through him. Uh, if Landry does play, I'm not exactly going down that road. I wouldn't do it either. He's playing but, with a broken rib. Ouch, right. Man, he's not a hundred percent. So one bad hit and he's done. Yeah, and and I think truly the only flex-worthy person we should be talking about uh, from the Brown side, here we go, is Austin Hooper. There it is. You know, we've seen him his his role grow in this offense. He's getting more targeted by Baker, and as they lose offensive weapons, they're going to need to focus on him more. 
Um, you know, Kevin Stefanski, we saw him be successful with Kyle Rudolph back in Minnesota. And Austin Hooper is a younger, better Austin, or a, a younger, better Kyle Rudolph. So, you know, I do think Hooper is a viable tight end streaming option this week against this Bagels defense. Uh, but I think that's it. OBJ, Kareem Hunt, if he plays, and Austin Hooper Austin as Hooper. a spot start. Exactly. Well done. Uh, over to the Bengals side of the ball. I think there's quite a few more options. You know, people, you know, see the Bengals as still kind of a laughing stock, but there's there's a lot of good pieces here to work there's, with. There's value. There's value yeah. in it. It's not the best team uh, from a winning perspective, but fantasy value, there's a lot of potential options here. Right. You know, and we've seen Burrow be really good this season. I think Burrow is a legitimate start this week against yep. the Browns. Big time. Uh, just outside the top 10. Um, man, Tyler Boyd, I think you can start. I wouldn't say you feel great about it, but I think he's solidly in the wide receiver three category. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Mixon did not practice on Thursday. He is questionable. It is looking like it will be the Gio Bernard show. Uh, if Gio Bernard's available, please go pick him up. I think he would be a great start in this matchup, and I think he would immediately be a running back two in a depleted uh, running back <laughs> arena, especially with bye weeks thrown in there as well. Somebody I'm really excited about is T. Higgins. Uh, he has been booming these past couple weeks. He has seen his snaps increase his role increase and he's getting the opportunities and he's getting high value targets last week broke out for over 120 yards uh, and he just he seems like the real deal um you know he obviously passed aj green on the depth chart and i think by the end of the season he will pass tyler boyd as well so t higgins is a rocket ship ascending and i'm rolling with t higgins yeah i agree as well tyler boyd T. Higgins both starting. Now we get into the question mark. AJ Green. He had a nope. really oh, I'll make it easy for you. It's not even a question mark. It's not a question. Nope. He did have a really no. good game last week against the Colts, who's the best secondary in the league. AJ Green? Yards. Yes. AJ Green last week, eight receptions, ninety-six yards, eleven targets last game. I call buffoonery. I am not it's interested true. in AJ Green. It's true. I also uh, I'm going to say no due to inconsistency. So, because the week before, put up a goose egg. Yeah. Nope. Nope. But not it interested. Should be, mentioned. should be mentioned. Don't think mm. about it. He's done. He's done, done. to me. You're Over. fired. <laughs> uh, yeah. These two teams, you know, I know Cleveland won last Ooh. time, but I think they're going to win this time too. <laughs> I was was thinking about it. I really irrationally like Joe Burrow, (laughs) but yeah, I like Burrow over Mayfield. Oh well, yeah. I mean, I more mean as like leading his franchise, not just as a quarterback. Not Um, fans, okay. Yeah, but yeah, no. I I think the Browns win. Uh, I think the team as a whole is shockingly more mature, Uh, and I think Miles Garrett is going to be the difference maker in this game. Ooh, that's a good that's a good take there. I agree. Uh, Browns for the win. I just I was hoping you'd pick the Bengals there so I can get a you know a nice easy win there in our predictions. But yeah, guess I'll have yet. to wait. Not yet. Maybe Next this up, game. Maybe you'll yeah. pick the underdog in this one. We'll see. Uh, the Buffalo Bills taking on the New York Jets on the Bills side of the ball. John Brown has not practiced all week. He is likely to miss this game, and I would plan accordingly. Josh Allen, after a relatively disappointing performance the past week, uh, 
you know, I'm still starting him locked and loaded. I'm not worried about it. Uh, and he's got everything you're looking for. You know, he's a rusher. He can getting better at passing. That's for sure. And Stefan Diggs definitely helps. Last week was a strange one. Um, but once again, I'm not holding against uh, him or this offense. So especially against this pitiful Jets team, I'm starting Josh Allen. I'm starting Stephon Diggs. Uh-huh. And I think Devin Singletary, you know, he's flex. been on the flex radar lately. Just, yeah. you know, it really hasn't been what you were hoping for. Uh, but in a game where they should have a very comfortable lead, I think they're going to be running the ball uh, more than they have been in the past, uh, but also really focusing on it this game. That's completely narrative-based, but I do think Singletary does have the talent edge on Zach Moss, and I do think they will feed him in this game. Yeah, we saw last week Devin Singletary uh, had twice as many carries as Zach Moss, so I agree with you. Singletary is a flex. Moss, not yet. Yeah, I know you love Cole Beasley, and if they ask you, you know, how do you rank him? He's perpetually a flex. Yeah, no matter one. what the matchup. Oh yeah, he's a. Uh, I'm not gonna say no matter what matchup. Okay. I went I, to start him. I've known you a long time, Andrew. Cole Beasley is always in your flex consideration. <laughs> Basically, I may or may not have uh, been thinking about trades in some of my leagues for Cole Beasley. Um, but yeah, he should be. Uh, I. It's tough because, like you said, they, they should take an early lead, and then it'll be mostly ground game from there on out. Uh, but with John Brown out of the picture, obviously Beasley's a flex option. Yeah, no, I think that's a solid, solid prediction. Uh, and over to the Jets side of the ball, uh, no Le'Veon Bell. Their lead running back is Frank Gore with LaMichael P. Ryan. I do like LaMichael P. Ryan as a roster stash. Uh, you know, there's still a chance he can break out and do what Bell couldn't. Yeah. I'm not predicting a huge season for LaMichael P. Ryan, but at a just a desperate position at running back with all the injuries we've seen, you might as well take a shot on that flyer. Uh, don't start him. I am not Definitely starting not. him, uh, but I do think he's rosterable. Please don't. And I should mention, we are pronouncing his name correctly. I I thought it was pronounced Perrin, but That's it's stupid. not. No, it's, it's not. not. It's it just threw me off. Uh, That's super so, funny. Yeah, no, I thought it was I thought it was Perrin all this time. No, but well, you're a strange duck. It's Andrew. not until I watched uh, last week and the announcers kept calling him P Ryan. It's just. <laughs> I, I bet you had that moment of you're like, wow, am I wrong or are they? Yeah, I, I really <laughs> did. The entire game, I was like, okay, who's wrong here? Because I'm just, yeah. I don't want to admit that I am. My money's going to go on you being wrong, but yeah. I certainly see the uh, the confusion there. Yep. Uh, yeah, other than him, Jamison Crowder did not practice on Thursday, and he is doubtful. Uh, obviously, if he's not playing, you should not start him. If yep. he is playing, uh, would you recommend starting him? Uh, definitely not where I value him as, as a wide receiver, a low end wide receiver too. Uh, he should be, I, I would expect more of a low end flex performance out of Crowder. I mean, he yeah. still has, he still has upside, but he's going up against Tredavious white plus this injury. He's only going to get one day in practice if he does practice on Friday. So I don't, I really don't like this matchup. Uh, but if he does play, I think his upside is good enough to where you can put him in a flex, but nothing higher. Yeah, especially in a PPR league. He will get the targets, uh, so it's only a matter of if he can cash them in. Uh, these two teams give us both the bills. Yeah, Next up, we have what should be the most interesting game 
Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Tennessee Titans, starting with the Steelers. Um, wow. Man, there's a lot of fantasy fuel on this team. Uh, this Big tight. Ben, I think, is a solid start. Um, yeah, so Deontay Johnson, you're starting. Juju Smith-Schuster, you know, it's it's been disappointing. Um, but, you know, he's just he's a star player. He just needs the opportunities. And there should be a high-scoring game. Um, you know, I this is a game where I think people are project, projecting it to be high-scoring, and it could actually end up being very low-scoring. Uh, but with Juju, you know, he's a stud. You know, you're starting him, even though you've been disappointed. But truly, there's not a whole lot of players I would rather start over him. Uh, Andrew, here's a question for you. Okay. Uh, T. Higgins or Juju Smith-Schuster? Ooh, Wow. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think it was going to be that confusing. I, yeah. to me, I would have to still stick with Juju. Interesting. Yeah, I would go Higgins, uh, but tough. It, it's close. You know, that's the realm we're talking about. Yeah. So, you know, I think Juju's still absolutely playable. You know, that we've seen good. his upside uh, earlier this season. He had a huge breakout game, but unfortunately, there have been breakout performances by both Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool. So, I think if you, if you have any of those options, I think you're starting him. I'll make it yeah. easy for you. Um, of these three players, right now, currently I'm ranking them Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, Claypool Juju Smith-Schuster in that order. Yep, that's good I don't order. want any piece of Eric Ebron. Um, James Conner, I think, is a solid start in that close game. I do think they will rely on the run. I think that sums up the Steelers. Yeah, that's, that's really everyone. That's a, that's a, this is going to be such a good game. I'm so excited for this one. It's, gonna be, uh, it's not going to be high scoring, but it's going to be a very close game. Uh, over to the Titans side of the ball. Um, you know, this has been a fantasy football powerhouse, and I just have to admit it at this point. Uh, Tannehill is a QB1 uh, ever since he took over <laughs> from Marcus Mariota. Uh, Derek Henry is a beast among men. He's a locked and loaded starter. AJ Brown has been spectacular when he does play. Uh, he did not practice Thursday, and he is doubtful, but if he plays, you're starting him. Outside of uh, A.J. Brown, Jonu Smith was upgraded to full on Thursday, so he is expected to play. He's I would good. start Jonu Smith. Uh, I think absolutely fade him in a very tough matchup, but there's not a whole lot of other tight ends I would start ahead of him uh, just because of his role. So if A.J. Brown's not playing, would you be tempted to play Humphreys or Corey Davis? It's it's a tough one. Uh, I would do Humphreys. I like Humphreys. Uh, I over Corey Davis just overall throughout the season. He's the slot receiver, uh, and he's actually his worst game that he's played. He only scored eight points, and that's pretty good for me. Uh, targeted six or seven times a game. It's a tough matchup against one of the best defenses in the league, but. To me, I think that means a lot more short passes, less risk, and that's Adam Humphreys. Interesting. Yeah, I it's, it's, I would try to not play either of them, honestly. I wouldn't recommend it. If but AJ Brown plays, I'm starting him, but I'm not starting Davis or Humphreys in this I matchup. Would, I would put Humphreys as a, as a low-end flex for me. Okay. You can certainly but do that. Um, yeah, these two teams... You're going to choose the Titans. I'm going to choose the Steelers. I Moving haven't, on. I haven't decided yet. Oh, come Just on. Just because. The, oh, <laughs> oh, man. Come on. Ugh. Okay, fine. You know what? Fine. 
Titans. Why not? Why I not? I like it. If you're going to beat me, it's going to be with the Titans. It, so Yeah, that that's kind of my thought. It'll be yeah, a double that's, loss. That's always you. the case. Even though, oh, man. Uh, and it looks like Brendan's making a huge mistake and taking the Titans yes. as well. Let's go, uh, Brendan. Yeah, he apparently did not learn his lesson last week. So. Nah, but we're going to be right. Hmm. Titans. Good Remember the Titans? Not yep. me. All right. Uh, next up, we have the yep. Kansas City Chiefs taking on the pitiful Denver Broncos. Starting with the Chiefs. Um, you know, let's, let's make it easy. Yep. Mahomes. Yep. Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Hill. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. There you go. Um, and right now, their new toy, Le'Veon Bell, I am not starting. I do expect him to have a legitimate role moving forward, but I do want to see it first. I think Le'Veon Bell is one of those players uh, similar to Randy Moss, his famous quote. Randy Moss plays well when Randy Moss straight wants to play well. Homie? Oh. That straight cash homie could apply as well. I think a change of scenery will do wonders for Bell's performance, <laughs> and I think he's going to be a really good player moving forward. I don't know what the role is going to look like, so I do want to wait until we see that while he's eased into the offense, but until we see it, I'm not starting him. Good point. Good point. Wait and see. I agree. Uh, anybody else on this team you are interested in starting or uh, looking at? There's a little bit of value in, in Miko Hardman just because of Sammy Watkins being out, but... Yeah, I, it's Russian the, roulette. I mean, desperation for me. I Chiefs are gonna take over this game and run the ball, so I'm gonna go with no. Yeah, I am with you there. Over to the Broncos side of the ball. Melvin Gordon is questionable with an illness, but it is expected that he will be playing. Uh, if he does play, Philip Lindsay, interesting flex option, but I think you can do better. Noah Fant is questionable this week, but he was upgraded to full on Thursday, so he is expected to play. Um, man, this is a gross team. Uh, Noah Fant, I would start. Yep. I think they will need to throw it to somebody, and I think Fant will be the best option. And did they miss him last week? Oh my gosh. Tim Patrick yes. has quietly put together a really good start to the season. Hey, yes. Um, you know, in this tough matchup, the Chiefs have been not necessarily shutting down wide receivers, but pretty darn close. Yeah. Uh, Tim Patrick, uh, other than having the whitest name possible, uh, uh-huh. do you think he's somebody worth looking at this week? No. Ooh, right. no. I like Tim Patrick, uh, but not this week against the Chiefs. I will be talking about him in the part two episode. Uh, he is one of my nays of the week. No Tim Patrick, no Jerry Judy for me against the kansas city chiefs so tim patrick is your nay of the week well the whole broncos receiving it uh, okay all right yeah. i was about to cry foul because that's yeah, some no. straight bs no jerry okay. judy no tim patrick okay. no kj hamler none of that that's stuff. funny all right um, i'll go more in, in, in depth on that one yeah in the part two episode <laughs> if melvin gordon does Check play it. are you yeah. starting him Ooh, very hesitantly but, i think you yeah. do because you have to yeah. You have yeah. to. He's the lead back. You yeah. need to. And when I have to, I mean, I'm. I mean, as a mid-tier flex. Yeah, not, not any higher than that. Yep. Flex options, the only spot for him. Um, it's just going to be a rough game. It really is. I don't know how the Broncos won last week, but yep. oh, it's going to yeah. be a rough one. These two teams give me the Chiefs. Chiefs. Next up, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars taking Jacksonville. on the L.A. Chargers. 
Uh, this is going to be a great game. I'm really, really looking forward to it. Uh, a lot of good fantasy football options in this game and two teams that I think are offensively uh, ascending. Gifted, yeah. Yeah, you know, they're, this is just, there's a lot of question marks and players on the verge of being studs. Now let's start with the Jacksonville Jaguars side of the ball. DJ Chark is questionable with an ankle injury. You know, if he does play, you're starting him. Now, yep. LA Chargers do have a tough defense, uh, but Chark, I do think, is a, a stud, and I think you play him no matter what. Uh, LaVisca Chenault is questionable with a hamstring injury. He is expected to play. He did let us down last week. Uh, however, I do think he is uh, talented enough where, you know, you start him. I think he is a flex. I think he's a wide receiver three. Up until last week, he's been very involved. Uh, and I think last week was just an anomaly. So yep. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt there. Uh, Keelan Cole, Andrew, he was awesome last week. Do you Amazing. think it continues? Yes. Yes, wow. I do. It's against a it, it's against a little bit of better of a secondary, but he is still heavily involved in this offense, even when Shark plays, and he proved that last week. Uh, I don't expect as good of a game as, as he did last week. He put up 143 yards, but... I can expect 80, 60 to 80 yards and uh, hopefully a touchdown. So, yeah. so flex numbers, nothing too spectacular, but flex, flex numbers. There's a lot worse players that you can play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I see where you're coming from. Uh, would you start Chenault or Cole? Oh, if I had to choose between the, you know what? I'm going to stick with Cole. I'm going to stick with Keelan Cole over LaVisca Chenault. He's still dealing with that hamstring injury. Uh, I would say if Chenault by by Sunday is 100%, I'd probably go Chenault, but just because he's dealing with an injury, I'm going to stick with Keelan Cole. Okay, I like it. James Robinson, you are starting. Um, Gardner Minshew, you know, he has not looked as steady Eddie as he has in the past. He was normally just a bet 20 points. Um, but it, it looks like this offense at the beginning of the season, it really looked like they were exploding. It looked like this is going to be the new hotness, uh, but it has not turned out that way. This offense, you know, it looks like it's starting to struggle. So I think it is capped to an extent. Uh, Gardner Minshew, I'm not as interested, uh, especially when there's people like Herbert on the other side of the yeah. ball. Um, I think that wraps up all the Jaguars we're interested I, in. I should say I, I still like Gardner Minshew this week. He's a low-end, very low-end quarterback one. Because with the bye weeks, you know, with Lamar Jackson out with, well, I guess they're not playing Philip Rivers <laughs> or Kirk Cousins, but Brian Fitzpatrick and all that. I Tom Brady or Gardner Minshew? I would, I would go Gardner Minshew, but I would put Burrow over Minshew this week. Ryan Tannehill, Gardner Minshew. That one's ba no question. Baker Mayfield, Gardner, Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew on that one. Okay, interesting. There's, Ooh, here's Baker one. Matt Ryan, Gardner Minshew. Ooh, okay. All right, I like that one a little bit better. Uh, Matt Ryan still, versus the Lions. Or, yeah, versus the Lions versus Gardner. I'm going to stick with Gardner Minshew. Well, all right. So yeah, you have them that, read it up there. One. That's the okay. closest one. Okay. I'll give you that. Um, yeah, over to the Chargers side of the ball. Uh, I'm really excited for Herbert. He has done Big nothing guy. but excel since he has come in. And he's excelled against really, really great defenses. So 
I'm all in. Uh, I have a team where I have Herbert and Cam Newton. I oh. dropped Cam Newton, uh, and I am in on the Herbert Express. Good he one. already had his bye week, and I think it's all systems go for Herbert. So I'm in. I've been it's, super impressed with what he's done. It's a crazy team, too. I mean, you got the deep threat in, in Mike Williams, and yeah. you got Keenan Allen, well. one of the best yeah. wide receivers in the game. Yeah. Hunter Henry. Oh, such an exciting offense. Yeah, a great assortment of weapons uh, for Herbert, a embarrassment of riches, if you will. Uh, and like you alluded to, uh, Keenan Allen is expected to play. If he's playing, I am playing him. Yep. Uh, he is a favorite of Herbert. Mike Williams has shown a new side ever since playing with Herbert. Um, finally, a quarterback who can make big plays. <laughs> um, yeah, really like Mike Williams. I think he is ascending as a player. And this is what we were waiting for. You know, it's been, we've been waiting for a Mike Williams breakout for a while. Uh, it was derailed earlier this year due to an injury, but it seems like he's back. So as long as he's healthy, I'm comfortable flexing him uh, at least. And I think he's going to creep into the wide receiver two territory by the end of the season. Yeah, he's got insane upside. So I like uh, that flex spot. Good pick. Yeah. Hunter Henry, you're starting because tight end is gross. And Hunter Henry has a good quarterback. So we'll keep that easy. As far as running backs go, Andrew, break down the running back situation for me. All right. So you got Joshua Kelly, right? Who, in my head, I'm not starting this week. It's a hot take. Uh, he also is, <laughs> I'll be talking about him in part two. Uh, Justin Jackson is the other running back in there. It's a very, very ugly uh, split. But Justin Jackson recently has taken more snaps than Joshua Kelly. Um, if I had to pick one, I'm actually picking Jackson this week over Joshua Kelly, but I don't like either of them. Yeah, I'm with you. Exactly. It is a gross split, but I do lean Jackson as well. There you go. These two teams, give me the Chargers. Chargers. Plug it in. Next up, we have the Green Bay Packers taking on the Houston Texans. Uh, even Superman bleeds. Uh, Green Bay Packers took on their first loss of the season last week against the Buccaneers. Uh, and I think they bounce back in a very healthy way. Starting Rodgers, uh, starting Adams, here starting Aaron Jones. And Robert Tanyan is questionable with an ankle injury. But if he's if he plays, you're playing him. Uh, you saw how much of an impact he had last week. You know, when he was out of the game, Aaron Rodgers couldn't have anybody to throw the ball to. And it was incredibly frustrating. So. If Tanyan plays, I'm playing him. Uh, but yeah, that's the Packers in a nutshell. I'm not messing with MVS. For me, it really is just the core of Rodgers, Jones, Adams, and Tanyan. A little sprinkle of Tanyan on the side. I like little, that. A little sprinkle. Just a little bit of sprinkle. Yeah, yeah that's a good nickname. A little sprinkle. Sprinkle, little sprinkle, yep. That uh, definitely looks like a guy who would be nicknamed Little Sprinkle. 6'5". <laughs> oh, oh, that's rough. 250. Uh, over to the Texans side of the ball. Uh, I saw something online the other day that made me laugh. Uh, somebody compared the Texans to the Buccaneers from last season. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. A yeah. suspect running game uh, and just a quarterback who's needing to sling it. And between Brandon Cooks, Will Fuller, Randall Cobb, there's a lot of weirdness going on. Uh, and it's it's a high-slinging high octane offense are you so, calling deshaun watson the next james winston in a good way 
good way, in a fantasy way. I mean, yes. Jameis Winston was awesome he in fantasy football like, last season. So I, like I, I'll say that. Five last year, yeah. Yeah, That's I love Deshaun Watson this season. Uh, and against the Packers, I think he will be able to do a lot of damage. Now, the Green Bay Packers, people say they have a good defense. I'm telling you as a Packer fan, they don't. Uh, they have <laughs> a really bad. good, they have an opportunistic defense. You know, they get turnovers, they make big plays. But Darius Smith is extremely annoying to play against. I bet, I bet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Watson should be great. Will Fuller, if you're starting. Brandon mm-hmm. Cooks, you know, I know he's flex territory for a lot of people, but I think he can be really good this week. You know, he's yeah. shown it two weeks in a row. He's involved. He does damage. And this Packers defense, I think, is exploitable. So I'm curious. Uh, Robert Woods is facing the Bears, uh, who has given up the third fewest points to fantasy wide receivers this season. How would you feel between Cooks and Woods? Ooh, well, obviously, matchup leans to Cooks. I might go Cooks on this one. Yeah, and, and that's kind of the territory he's in this week. You know, he's yeah. proven it a couple weeks in a row. You know, he this is a new team for him this season. So, you know, is he finally getting to where this team wants him to be? Is it an anomaly? We'll see. So I'm starting Cooks uh, with confidence. Yep. Uh, you know, I think this is the offense we were expecting. Uh, Brandon, Brandon Cooks has proven it year after year after year. He can perform really well in a new system. He's done it with Drew Brees. He's done it with Jared Goff, and he's done it with Tom Brady. So Brandon Cooks, you know, I think he is a solid, solid play this week and rest of the season moving forward. Uh, David Johnson, he is Start. what he is. You know, he's not the stud he was back in 2016, but he's he's doing damage. You know, he's able to score touchdowns. He's getting those opportunities and he's getting a great workload. So he's a low end RB2 with high end RB2 upside. And I'm starting him. Yep. Uh, I'm also Desperation Flex Randall Cobb. Okay. So I believe that this is going to be a high scoring game. And I think that there's going to be enough shares to go around uh, for all three wide receivers. A revenge game for Randall Cobb. I like it. It could happen. Love your revenge games. So yeah, it's true. It's true. These two teams, you already know it. Give me the Packers. Yeah, you know what? Yes. I'll go Texans. Yes. I'll down here. Easy money. Down. We're going Texans. All right. Trump. And Brendan has alerted yeah, us in the chat that Andrew has been diagnosed with a didn't say that. Wow. A All mild form of uh mental mental incapacitation. No. No, no, oh, no. That's, that's harsh. No, it's just, uh, uh, yeah. You know, they're two very high scoring offenses with questionable, questionable defenses. So, wow. Yeah. Andrew, yep. you dumb dumb. Brendan, me one. smart. Packers win 48 to 30. Oof, I would say <laughs> if it, if it, if I wasn't predicting against you, I think I would most likely go Packers. Well, that just seems like a foolish decision. Yeah. Decision, this man. is why, this is why I'm All losing right. five to one. Well, we'll I see. hope it continues. Uh, next up, we have the 49ers taking on the Patriots. 49ers, Raheem Mostert will most likely miss two to three weeks. Jarek McKinnon is the lead back, and I think immediately steps into a running back two flex role. Uh, if I have McKinnon, I'm starting him and feeling pretty darn good about it. Yeah, uh, no Jeff Wilson, though. He's dealing with an injury. Um, very limited in practice, so just McKinnon in the run game. Yep, just McKinnon. As far as wide receivers go, Debo Samuel is back. 
and I think he is a solid wide receiver three. And we've seen his upside. Uh, he is a tricky player, and he is a slippery fish. Debo Samuel, I think, will dish. Oh, wow. <laughs> good, good rhymes. Debo Samuel, also Brandon Ayuk. Those are my two receivers for this so, week. Wow. So you would start Ayuk this week? I would uh, flex option, yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. I like that. I just, this, this offense, I feel like can actually get it done. Oh, that sounds weird. Getting it done against the Patriots. They did well against the Rams last week. Uh, I know Mostert was a big part of that, but I, I think that with Mostert out, they're going to utilize Ayuk a little bit more. Wow. Okay. Uh, you were alone on that. I do not yes. feel the same way, but you know, he's talented. Been. I get it. Yeah. Um, I think that's it on the 49ers other than Kittle, Kittle who you're obviously yeah. starting. They're no. not going to get too fancy. No. Uh, and over to the Patriots side of the ball. Uh, this was an ugly outing last week uh, by the Patriots. Um, and the 49ers, you know, they're not the team that they used to be, uh, but they're still a really good defense. Um, Cam Newton, I'm cooling on. Uh, it really freaked me out what I saw from him last week. And I think the struggles continue against this 49ers team. Uh, Cam Newton, I have as a high-end QB2, low-end QB1. Uh, you could certainly do worse, and I do think there is a safe floor because of the rushing, uh, but I don't think we see see much more upside from from this team. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I like Gardner Minshew better than Cam Newton this oh, week. Oh, shut up. No. Oh, my yeah, God. Absolutely. What? Yeah, Minshew I will fight you. Are you serious? Minshew over Cam Newton. Yep. Oh, my Lord. Yep. All right, well, yeah, I... Okay. It, they're going to struggle this week again. Yeah. Wow. All right. Um, but yeah, no, I'm fading Cam Newton. Uh, and, and truly, there's nobody on this team I want to start. The running back situation is a mess anyway. Yeah. Uh, but going up against tough 49ers defense. And Julian Edelman, Nikhil Harry, no thank you. Uh-uh. uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. Really no one. I mean, Cam Newton, if you have to, and very desperation for, for James no. White. No, but I don't like it. I mean, if you had to pick a running back, it would be James White. But yeah, please avoid Patriots uh, this week. Uh, these two teams, 49ers pick first 49ers. Hmm. <laughs> You're going to pick the Niners. It's a tough this one's, one. This one's tougher. It's I'm, tough. I'm one. sorry, Andrew. Who's at home? The Patriots or 49ers? Patriots. Patriots. Patriots are at home. Give me the Patriots. If you're the Patriots, okay, another easy one for me. Uh, Yeah. What's uh, Andrew? So what? We've had three games we've disagreed on so far. Yep. Brendan says 49ers. 49ers. He said 49ers. So yeah, three games so far. Hey, maybe uh, maybe we'll make it four. Oh, we'll see. It's a it's a crazy part one here. It's a crazy. Uh, next up, we have the the final game we are reviewing today. The last AFC home game is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. Crazy. This game was moved from Sunday Night Football to Sunday, Sunday afternoon. afternoon. This is going to be a weird game, uh, primarily because the Las Vegas Raiders entire O-line was placed on the COVID list and they will miss. So it will be an entirely backup offensive line. And yep. unfortunately for the Raiders, I'd say the strength of the Buccaneers is their D line. Oh my gosh. So, uh, yeah, it, it should be a bloodbath. It'll be pretty interesting to see. Um it's one of the best yeah. like D line and linebackers in the in the league. So yeah. So we'll start with the Buccaneers. Yeah. Uh I'm starting Ronald Jones. 
Uh, Fournette is expected to play. I'm not starting him. He's not going to have a big role. So. Um, man, Tom Brady, I think, would be a fine start. I would, I would play Cam Newton ahead of Tom Brady, but I would play Tom Brady ahead of Gardner Minshew. Um, you're starting Godwin. You're starting Evans. Scotty Miller, no thank you. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, how do you feel? Yeah, why not? Just for fun. <laughs> I've no reasoning yeah. behind it except for the fact that he had a good previous game but why I mean, not it's people fun. are scoring points with jimmy graham so why not rob gronkowski just give him give him another shot yeah let's It'll just be pretend fun. it's 2012 think of the payoff think of the payoff if you start there you him go. And, and it does work out gronk spike uh, i would not be starting him but i would not think you're crazy if you do no there's a. Uh, I mean with with tight ends on the bye there's a uh, no trey burton mo alley cox gasicki um, Mark Andrews, none of that. There, there are better tight ends to pick up, which we'll talk about in part two. But, but yeah, this is a yeah. just a fun pick. Yeah, uh, on the Raiders side of the ball, I'm starting Josh Jacobs, oh, Darren man. Waller, and that is it. That is it. You gotta uh, feel bad. For Josh people are Jacobs. excited about rugs, but I don't think Carr is going to get enough time to take a deep shot to rugs. No. So, no. Not, I love rugs. Like Make sure you roster him, uh, but I would not start him this week. With this O line gone, it, it's yep. going to be disastrous. It's going to be a Pick rough up time. the Bucks defense if that's somehow available <laughs> in your league. Uh, these two teams give me the Bucks. Give me the Bucks. I <laughs> it was going to be close, but with yeah. the news about the O line, yes. Come on. Yeah, that's that's not a good situation. Well, Andrew, that wraps up part one of oh. our Week Seven preview. Uh, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. We do greatly appreciate it. Uh, if you can, please subscribe please leave a review on whatever platform you are using to listen to us. It makes a huge difference in reaching new audiences and making us feel vindicated in what we are doing. And thank you all for just being a part of this fantasy football experience. Uh, please check in later this week for part two of our week seven preview, where we break down the NFC home teams and our yays and nays of the week. Stay safe, stay good. We will see you next time.